There was a scene I was like imagining someone's hand under that sand wiggling those turtles or that they were like <laughs> attached to some sort of stick under the sand wiggling back and forth. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark Review podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. This episode is part of the Girls Gone Hallmark summer series where we're watching and reviewing fan favorite movies. You can find the full lineup of movies we're reviewing this summer in our show notes or at meganandwendy.com slash podcast. Today, we're discussing The Beach House, which originally aired on April 28th, 2018. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, we'd love for you to follow us on Instagram, where we are both at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. Jump into our Facebook group, Girls Gone Hallmark, or shoot us an email, meganandwendy at gmail.com. Let's hear a synopsis for the beach house. Sure thing. When Kara finds her life spinning out of control, she returns to the scenic low country to visit her mother. Before long, the rhythms of the island open her heart in wonderful ways as she repairs the family's beach house, becomes a bonafide turtle lady and renews <laughs> do i hear you laughing turtle lady's funny <laughs> and renews old acquaintances long lost stars mika kelly andy mcdowell chad mcmurray and Mackenzie vega how about chad michael murray what did i say <laughs> chad murray, murray. <laughs> <laughs> too much rhyme chad michael murray <laughs> This movie was adapted from a 2002 novel by Mary Alice Monroe. It's the first in a seven-book series about the beach house and the characters involved. Is this is this a book that you would read? It's not not a book I would read. I mean, mm. I'm not going to get excited about it, but it's the kind of thing that I would read if I needed something in bed to soothe me to sleep. Got it. Maria Nation is also credited as a writer. She has 24 writing credits, including other book-to-movie adaptations like Karen Kingsbury's Maggie's Christmas Miracle. Wow, these are hard to say today. <laughs> and Debbie McComber's Dashing Through the Snow. And most recently, Lifetime's Girl in Room 13, directed by Elizabeth Rahm and starring Anne Heche. Mm-hmm. Andy McDowell plays Lovey in this movie. She has 84 acting credits. Of course, we at Girls Gone Hallmark know her for her most recent role as Dell in The Way Home. Other famous roles include movies like Four Weddings and a Funeral and Groundhog Day. But she also had a starring role in the Hallmark series from 2013 to 2015, Cedar Cove. Did you ever watch that show? No, ma'am. I wonder what happened to it. Why did it have just such a short run? No idea. Okay. Minka Kelly plays daughter Kara. What's what's her other Coretta? Is that her name? Yes. Okay. And she has 46 acting credits, most recently four episodes of Euphoria, a show that I watch on HBO. She is perhaps most well known for her role as Lila Garrity on Friday Night Lights and has also had recurring roles in the series Parenthood and Titans. And if I can add... I think Mika Kelly is one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen Agree. in my entire life. Agree. Agree. Right? Her. And did you know she's your age? No, I would have assumed she's younger than me. Me? I thought so, too. I just think she, this is, I just thought she was in her 30s. Yes. Agree. what I'm saying. I agree. Um, she's just so pretty. She really, I agree. She's, she's beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. in a makes me envious in a way I'm not proud of way. 
<laughs> okay. We're all human. It's okay. Uh, Chad McElmurray plays Brett. He has been in hits like Gilmore Girls, Dawson's Creek, and One Tree Hill. However, he made the move to Great American Family in 2021. He currently stars on CTV's Sullivan's Crossing, which features his Gilmore Girls co-star, Scott Patterson. What is CTV? Canadian, Canada TV. Oh, so that's not anything we can get here. No, not without a VPN. Uh, okay. I wonder if that shows any good. I'm going to ask in a Facebook group. This movie was directed by Roger Spottiswood. Mm-hmm. He has 36 directing credits, although this was towards the end of his career. Now, full disclosure, Megan wrote these notes and I was like, is he, he dead? Die? I don't know. I don't want to know. I had to look it up. I didn't see anything about him being dead. He is quite older. So perhaps this was actually towards the end of his working career. Mm -hmm. Uh, He also directed movies like Turner and Hooch and the band played on as well as Tomorrow Never Dies. Have you seen He's like a real movie guy. Played on. No, I don't know what that is. I'm pretty sure it's about the AIDS epidemic. I kind of watched it in high school. It's real sad. That does sound vaguely familiar. How did you watch that in high school? I feel like you would have watched like Philadelphia Story in high school. You're you're thinking of Philadelphia. Philadelphia okay. Story is a different movie. <laughs> no, like we watched it at school. What? Yeah. Really? I think we were learning about the AIDS epidemic. Maybe I watched I it know. in college because... I can't imagine that they showed that in public high school. I did did take a film class in college. It's possible Mm -hmm. that I watched it there. I I know I watched it for school of some sort. I have a note that's not on your list, and that is Donnie Boas plays Palmer. And this dude works. He has 110 acting credits, including two years of The Young and the Restless with 110 Mm -hmm. episodes, plus Mm -hmm. 13 upcoming roles. 13? 13. The man is busy. Wow. Mm-hmm. He also was on one episode of Friday Night Lights with Mickey oh, Kelly. That's interesting. Um, also a note that is not listed here, Mackenzie Vega, who played Toy in this movie. Yeah. She played the daughter on The Good Wife. I recognized her face, but uh-huh. I was like, I can't place her. I can't place her. Well, she was kind of a little bit younger. Finally, this was filmed on Tybee Island, just south of Savannah, Georgia. Is that somewhere you've been before? I've been to Savannah, Georgia. I have not been to Tybee Island. Okay. What's your first impression of the beach house? Give a girl a trigger warning. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't watch this. Well, I did watch this before you. I didn't warn you. (laughs) And Uh, yours? Palmer is an irredeemable trash bag. Uh, I agree. Chip off the old block, huh? Hmm. All right. What did you like about this movie? This felt like an early aughts tribute show in the best way possible. First of all, Annie McDowell's a treasure. And I know this is not from the early yachts. I'm just saying that's the vibe it gives me. Annie McDowell's a treasure. I've always been aware of her, but I don't think I really appreciated how great she is until we watched The Way Home. I just love her when she's on screen. I just find her mannerisms to be so enjoyable to watch. But like you said, I really love Minka Kelly on screen. Yes, she's beautiful, but I really enjoy the role she plays. I loved her on Parenthood. I think she's not the most exciting role on Friday Night Lights for sure, but she plays that Lila Garrity role to perfection. I just really enjoy them. I don't love the other star of this movie, so I'm just going to leave it alone. Who's CMM? CMM. 
Yeah. Um, that's interesting you say that. I didn't hate Chad Michael Murray in this role. I now agree with you. I haven't seen him in anything since One Tree Hill. I yeah. watched One Tree Hill, and I probably won't be watching him anything over on Great American Family. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to checking out Sullivan's Crossing, though. I thought he was fine in this. I always remember him as like this douchey teenager, though. Yeah. You know, he was terrible. As, he wasn't terrible. His character, Tristan, was terrible on Gilmore Girls. He was a good character on One Tree Hill. He's not a bad actor. I just... I don't love that he has an exclusive over with Gaff. I also, he was briefly married to Sophia Bush, and I don't think things went well. And no, he cheated on her. Uh, with what, Paris Hilton? Paris Hilton. Yeah, I have, I have a note about that later on, actually. Okay, I just, I do think people should be able to climb out from under their misdeeds. Like one bad instance of bad behavior shouldn't define you for your entire life. Plus, he was like 20, early 20s. We don't make great decisions in our early 20s. No, indeed. But he's got this stigma, right? He does. He does. And maybe that's unfair. I would also be willing to watch Sullivan's Crossing. If anybody knows how we can get it here in south of Canada, let us know. Or if anybody has another Hallmark movie that he was in, that was... I mean, he's been in a lot, but that's good. I know, but... But if somebody has one like, oh, my God, he was great in this movie, you have to watch it, please email us, send us a DM... Drop it in the Facebook group, something. What else did you like? Well, I have to agree with you. I did like seeing Andy McDowell. I thought this was, I like seeing her in a different role other than Dell. Like you said, I know of her, was not totally familiar with all of her work though. Uh huh. I remember her specifically being like a cosmetic model. Oh, uh huh. In the night, she worked for some sort of of cosmetic brand and i remember she had a super hot husband who she is now divorced from but oh i don't remember groundhog's day or oh gosh, i've seen that movie so many times. four weddings and a funeral like i don't remember her in those movies you know annie mcdowell was a l'oreal model i knew it was something good job can i tell you spoiler alert i'm glad we didn't get a drawn out death scene oh yeah uh, i Really liked it. We didn't even see her face on. We saw her from behind. Mm-hmm. Barely. She, she just drops the card. Yeah. And it's done. Well, to switch gears, I thought this was a gorgeous filming location. Oh, I'm, yeah, it was nice. I'm glad to be out of Vancouver. I mean, Vancouver's gorgeous. They find beautiful locations. But I liked this southern coastal island summery vibe, even though it was filmed in the fall. Probably lots of yeah, bugs there, I, but I liked it. Yeah, there's probably lots of bugs, and I don't know if I could deal with, like, the threat of hurricane weather. Oh, for sure not. I would not do it well. It stresses me out. Mm-hmm. I mean, listeners out here, we we live in Southern California where it's, like, land of earthquakes. Earthquakes don't scare me at all, but the threat of a hurricane really terrifies me. Yeah, and there's nothing you can do about an earthquake. Like, it shows up and it's gone. There's no, like, do I need to leave? Do I need to go? Should I stay? Should I ride it? Mm-hmm. You're just, if it's going to get you, it's going to get you. <laughs> God, Megan. Finally, for me, what I liked about this is I... Like I said at the beginning, give a girl a trigger warning. I do appreciate that they kept Lovey's specific cancer diagnosis vague. Yeah. I like that too. In a horrible tumor. Yeah. And the day she died, she was like, <laughs> you know, and that was it. It was not the misery of Hallmark mysteries. 
Yes. Hey, this is a fun fact that I like. This movie was brought to the executive producer, Dan Wigatow, by Andy McDowell herself. She had read the book and said, hey, we should make a movie about this. And he did. Oh, wow. Really? Hmm. That's cool. Are you ready to move on to what you wished for? Yeah. I mean, fake turtles, the hard watch. I agree with that. There was a scene I was like imagining someone's hand under that sand wiggling those turtles or that they were like attached <laughs> to some sort of stick under the sand wiggling back and forth. Look, they're not real. And the very little sea turtle research I read said there's zero chance that they would have been allowed anywhere near this happening because they're so protected. They're not going to let a camera crew set up there. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're not real. They did the best with what they could. But there were moments I was like, that is a gift shop turtle under that sand. well what about the one that was like the big female turtle that came out to lay her eggs was that like a cgi situation what was i looking at there i don't know maybe it's like the mechanical bull and ride you've got someone on the other side like (laughs) rocking her back and forth to move no no not a real turtle and the whole scene where they're like okay it was a little corny the whole scene where they're like oh they're going towards the light and they're they were like making a a wall I mean, people, so it was blocking the light. What? Well, look, that's based in fact. Like they say, if you are somewhere near these turtle hatcheries, don't use flashlights at night. Don't use lights on the beach at night. These turtle rescue organizations will dig kind of like a little trench from their nest down to the ocean for them to follow. Uh So that is somewhat based in fact. The turtles do need to follow the light and not get distracted. But you're not going to have people dropping down to their knees to form a human wall like in a soccer game. Yeah, that's what I'm suggesting was corny. <laughs> not not the natural habits of turtles, but that they were like, let's make a wall to block out the light. It just, I thought this movie was incredibly slow. Mm. It lulled me to sleep twice. Oh, no. So it took me a good two days to watch it. It felt very natural to me. Like, this is what life on this island would feel like. Slow and sleepy. Not a lot happening. It was kind of a hard watch for me. Furthermore, I wish for more dynamics from the characters. I felt uh, everyone was sort of like one note. So, for example, I feel like Andy McDowell acts her ass off as Del. But in this movie... As Levy, it was just very monotonous. I think that's Andy McDowell's natural state, this kind of soft-spoken personality. I felt like that was more who she is. And I think this is who Minka Kelly is in a lot of her shows. Like, she's a really mild-mannered. And they needed someone other than bad guy Palmer to be the dynamics in this movie. I agree because when you have too many mild manner characters like even toy is too nice like toy needed to be uh, shaking things up we needed a little more drama here agree now this is what i was wondering like is this a southern thing that i don't fully understand like we have this del was a submissive wife right that was a storyline that she was Yeah, yeah she wouldn't stand up to her husband whereas Kara would stand up to him mm-hmm. and then she is also the same way towards the son. Yes, I like, wrote Del cannot stand up to any of the men in her life. Del? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love you. Okay. 
I just wonder, like, is it a Southern thing where you keep things close to the vest? I don't know if it's Southern or if it's just her personality, but I wanted her to be stronger. Like, there are moments where she gives me these, like, strong vibes. She's like, I'm going to be strong for my daughter, and I'm not going to tell her what's going on with me, and, you know, I'm going to welcome her home. But meanwhile, it's just like, got to keep everybody happy. Had to keep my husband happy. Have to keep Palmer happy. Don't rock the boat. Yes. Rock the boat. Like, when she finds out... Palmer is taking money from her. She's just like, mm, yes, I, I, I would have flipped the us out. And then she I found out that Julie my- forgives him. Yes. He's like, mom, I got to sell your house. And she's like, well, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm like, no, you need to tell him to get the hell out of your house because he's been stealing from you, mortgage right? your house. And now he wants to sell the house that you live in. I, it's too much. I needed a bigger reaction from her. Yes. Look, when Richard, who's Kara's ex-boyfriend, shows up, Brett gets Did you mad. See? Yeah, he was trying to swing his big dick around. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, why are you? And he acted mad at Kara. And mm-hmm. I was like, why are you mad at her that this guy shows up out of the blue? Like, she didn't invite him here. You know she has an ex-boyfriend back home. He's coming back to, like, I don't know, claim what's his. But, like, your anger is misplaced here, son. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. I, I did totally catch that scene. I was like, why are you reacting like you're some jealous boyfriend right now? Like, Yeah, she has unresolved life. Be cool. Yeah, dude, just be cool. What's the point of Toy's storyline here? Oh, well, exactly what I was about to say is I need more about Toy. I don't think it's developed enough. And I looked briefly at some of the future synopses for the other mm. books in this Beach House series. And Toy does get her own book. And so I think as a book, this is set up where you can tell a whole story about Kara and her life. And you can tell a whole story about Palmer and about Toy. And there's a book that's actually about Lovey and her past love. Like it's told from the past perspective in retrospect. Mm -hmm. So I think as the first book in a series – that works fine. You've got this character you don't know a lot about, but she's going to get her own book. As a standalone movie, I think maybe we could have cut Toy out completely. Mm-hmm. And do you think they were hoping to make this into like a series of movies at one point? Maybe. And I think Toy's really her only role in this movie is to act as a vehicle for the mom's diagnosis to that we, the viewer, know she's hiding something with Mm. the green smoothies and the going to the doctor because otherwise nobody knows. I think there's a clever way around that in writing that we didn't need toy for. But if they're going to make a series of movies, well, okay, then you've got to set the character. Yeah. Did you see that? Ah, Yes. Did you see that? Do you have any? I have several. Me too. Well, I had to laugh out loud at the very casual zoom in on the Hallmark card. (laughs) Yes. You bet your ass are going to show a Hallmark card on there. (laughs) Okay. I think I've asked you this before. Have you seen the original Wayne's World? I can't remember. It's been many years. Oh, my gosh. There's a a joke in that movie where they do this, like, product placement scene. And someone has a headache. And they zoom in on Mike Myers with, like, medicine in his hand. He goes, Nuprin, little yellow different and then he like takes it it's just like a play on 
product placement in movies. And every uh-huh. time I see like the Lubriderm bottle on the corner of someone's desk that they casually zoom in as they walk by in a Hallmark movie, it just makes me laugh out loud. So you say Lubrin, little, <laughs> little yellow. <laughs> I just found out the other day my husband has never seen Wayne's World. And I quote a line from that movie all the time. And I was like, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Our entire marriage, you don't know what I'm talking about. You just think I'm babbling incoherently. I'm kind of shocked that you seen Wayne's World and are quoting from Wayne's World. It's I don't even own kind of movie. a gun, let alone many guns, which would necessitate a gun rack. I say it all the time. <laughs> yes. What no. would you even say that in a reference to? I, I, it has its moments, but I... Okay. <laughs> she gives... His girlfriend gives him a gun rack and he's like, this is a nice gift. I don't even own a gun, let alone many guns. Anyway, it doesn't okay. matter. <laughs> I don't think I enjoyed that movie. At the same time, it has many memorable moments for me. Interesting, Megan. Mm-hmm. You learn something new every, every single day. day. <laughs> wow. Did you see that? Go for it. Chad Michael Murray wears a tragic pair of Tevas sandals in this movie. Does he? <laughs> I mean, look, I have nothing personal against these types of sandals. I thought like maybe I could pull them off too. And I tried them on one time. I was like, nope, not for me. Uh, it was just... An interesting wardrobe choice. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe he's at the beach. I guess he needs to wear sandals. It's fine. There wasn't a better choice. Like, wouldn't a flip-flop be better than these Velcro straps that he's wearing? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's one. There's a casting credit in the opening, you know, when they... What's that called? The opening when they're credits. Showing yeah. Credits, yes. Uh, casting credit by one Brooke Davis, which I thought was really funny. And we mentioned it earlier because Chad Michael Murray played opposite of a character named Brooke Davis on One Tree Hill, oh. who was played by Sophia Bush, who he was married to for a hot second. Wow. Nice catch. I've never mm-hmm. seen One Tree Hill. I wouldn't have made that connection. In the beginning of this movie, she goes down to the docks to buy some shrimp. And then after she buys some shrimp, she goes to buy some shoes. And yeah. she's walking away. She's got her shoes in her hand. She's got a purse. No shrimp. Like, is the shrimp in her purse? Oh. Where did it go? <laughs> is that when she throws away her high heels in the trash can? Indeed it is. I was like, why would you do that? So either the shrimp is in her hot car, it's in her purse, or there's Gross. no shrimp. I need two pounds of shrimp, please. I thought they were going out for shrimp. I didn't know she was going to buy some shrimp to make at home. Yeah. And when they first show him, I was like, oh, he's got barbecue sauce on his shirt. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that they acknowledged it, but I thought, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we that's did weird. love barbecue sauce. Yeah, that was going to let us know that you two know each other really well. Damn. Okay, I have one last. Did you see that? Yeah. Chase Stokes plays young Russell in this movie. And we barely see Russell. Russell's her, like, teenage yeah, love. Hazy. Yeah. Chase Stokes plays JB on the Netflix hit Outer Banks. I was surprised. Oh, look at that. I have two baby-related did you see that. One, I mean, she has a baby late at night and first thing in the morning she's driving home from the hospital, A, and B, without a car seat. Like, she just gets out of the car with a baby in her arms. She knew she was pregnant. They couldn't have said, like, could you bring the car seat to the hospital? Weird. And second... The final scene is like a one year later scene and mm-hmm. the baby's there and mm-hmm. the baby is still wrapped up like a newborn. Mm-hmm. Like she's like cradling it like a new, but there's no one year old that's going to let you carry it swaddled down the beach. And then when they're in front of the turtles, the baby like pops its head up out of the wrap. <laughs> it's like, it's 
maybe a one-year-old, but I was like, just leave the baby at home at this point. <laughs> this is throwing me off. And then you'd be like, who's watching the baby? I, I, I don't think I would be. Okay. <laughs> the swaddled baby that's one year old is a little odd to me. It was weird. That whole scene was weird. They're all wearing their matching turtle shirts and... Okay. What'd you rate this movie? 3.25 stars. Oh, I gave it three stars. Ooh. I feel like our listeners may have let us down a wrong road here. Oh, you know, I... This is like a Hallmark Hall of Fame movie. I saw that. And I feel like that's like a throwback to Hallmark past. Well, I did a little research on Hallmark Hall of Fame movies. Yes. They used to be aired on CBS. They had yes. a longstanding relationship. And then it was CBS said, we're not doing that anymore. And <laughs> yeah, I, then I think reruns to air. Yeah, right. So then I think they were airing them on Hallmark. But it's been many years since a movie has been deemed Hallmark Hall of Fame. This was actually oh. one of the like the last. Huh. How do, how does it get the Hallmark yeah. Hall of Fame distinction? I don't know. Don't know. I have okay. no idea. All right. Well, all summer long, we are reviewing fan favorite movies. So don't forget to come back next week. Is it Christmas in July next week? Yes, it is. That's exciting. We have four Christmas movies with reviews never before heard on Girls Gone Hallmark. Come back next week. If you love this podcast, we love your five-star ratings and reviews. Open that Apple Podcast app, tap the five stars, and let everybody know how much you love this podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.